Big Rap Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, providing everything you'd need to hit the circle or the big stage. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. Yeah, normal service has been resumed, I guess. We're back in the studio! Yay! Uh, yeah, because this last few weeks, actually, we've been out and around in the thick of it all. But this week, we're back in the studio. But that's not to say that we haven't got a show for you, because, oh my goodness, have we got a show for you. <laughs> There's been a lot happening in the piping scene, and we're going to do our best to try and catch up, uh, because over the course of the last couple of weeks, of course, uh, as we've been focused on the competitions and stuff, there's been a wealth of other stuff happening. Uh, so, yeah, this podcast, I yeah do believe, may well be a long one, similar to last week, uh, but, hey, it's, I don't know, we've got lots of great stuff to get through. But anyway... Let's get through our introductions then, first of all, shall we? If this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then, well, where have you been? Um, yeah, as you can see by the episode number, we've been at this a wee while now. But, yeah, we are the show for the bagpiping folk. <laughs> Reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or indeed our bread and butter, competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week we're here talking about what we know and love to be the music of the Great Highland Bagpipe and its people. And yes, like every podcast that I've listened to, we do have a Patreon. So if you would like to help support us, then that's where you can go and do it. Yeah, go over to Patreon, be part of the Patreon faithful, and click on support. Yeah, and you'll get your mitts on loads of extra stuff. Now... Something really quite interesting has happened over there on Patreon. So if you're not already over there, this might be something that might entice you over there. At the moment on Patreon, yeah, there's all the exclusive stuff that you've come to expect right now. Our weekly Fuse FM catch-up and stuff uh, where you can download it and listen to it where you want. There's exclusive interviews, performances, a lot of exclusive stuff. But also, you will get exclusive access to our brand new Big Rab Show Discord service. Yeah, where we are inviting all of our Patreon faithful to come and join us on Discord, which is a lot of fun. Uh, so, yeah, we're still getting to grips with that technology, however, so bear with us, but it is quite an interesting extra that we can offer to our Patreon faithful. So, yeah, if you want to join us on Discord and all the rest, then do check us out on Patreon, uh, because, yeah, that's where all the, the invites and that will be extended. There you are. Okay! And if you've no idea what Discord is, don't worry, neither do I. Uh, But it's something that we're kind of dipping our toes into for a little while to see how it all works and how we can engage with you folks. So, yeah, it's an interesting experiment, I guess. All right, let's get into the show good and proper. Enough of the promotions and plugs and all that stuff. Right, (laughs) we do kick off each and every Big Rab Show pod with listener mail. Now, I have to say over the last few weeks, we haven't been able to do that, so we are going to play a little bit of catch-up here. Uh, There has been a wealth of emails all suggesting uh, future episodes. So thank you to everyone who's been sending those in. Thank you very much. Also, we've been getting a whole dose of emails from people complaining. And I want to talk about that. Now, I'm not going to read these emails individually. Uh, They may well feature on a future episode of Hater Mail. Uh, (laughs) But ourselves on the Big Rab Show here, uh, we made a decision this season that we're not going to live stream 
the band performances. Now, this has been explained, I guess, at length in various different video clips and lives and stuff online, but we haven't really talked about it much here in the podcast, so I wanted to address it here now. Okay, as part of Listener Meal, we got a lot of complaints from people that were not live-streaming bands. However, we are not seeing you stuck. Uh, We're not live-streaming bands, and it's not a decision by RSPBA to ban us from streaming. Nothing like that. This is a decision that we took here on The Rab Show. Over the last goodness knows how many years, we have been live-streaming from competitions, and we've had various good results and bad results, and it's been a very mixed bag. And the quality most times can be really sketchy. It can be really blocky, stoppy, starty. There's problems with the sound, the visuals, combination of the two. And we're, you know, we're battling with the elements, the cell phone signal, our own technology on the day, just all of it. And rather than have to cope with all of that madness and to bring a substandard recording of a band performance, we thought that the better idea would be to record the band and then upload it straight onto YouTube. And that's exactly what we've been doing. The Big Rapture YouTube channel, we've been developing it now for a few years, and we thought, why not utilize this tool as best we can? The reason why we're putting it on YouTube is because we can upload our videos there in full 4K. The quality that we're getting getting over there on YouTube is incredible. So I know it sounds like a huge plug. It absolutely is. Uh, but yeah, that that is the reason. that uh, There's no conspiracy here. The RSPBA have not banned us from streaming. In fact, they've encouraged us to do so. But we're making this choice for our own sanity, I guess. So yeah, if we concentrate on filming and getting the best recording possible and then uploading that recording for future prosperity. Because we've looked back over the years over our live streams of various different major championships and a lot of the recordings are a bit rubbish. Yeah, because of the quality of either, you know, the conditions, the cell signal, all of that stuff. So I hope that that answers your questions. No, we're not live streaming performances. There's no big conspiracy here. We haven't been banned. It's just been a decision that we've made here in the Rab Show team that we want to reflect our bands in the best way possible. Let's face it, whenever you guys come home from a competition in the evening, you want to see a recording of your band on the grass so you can critique your own playing, compare yourselves to others in the grade, and hopefully improve on your performance. And whenever you get a real poor quality recording, that's very difficult to do. So we're trying to kind of use this as a tool. (laughs) You know what I mean? So we know what it's like being a competitor. We know what we want to see. That Once we leave that circle, we want to see and hear a great recording of what just happened. And that's exactly what our focus is this year. Now, don't get me wrong. If the complaints still keep flooding in, then perhaps we will look again at this live streaming model. I have to say it does come with a huge range of challenges that we've been battling with now for the guts of five, six years. And yeah, we've had varied results. Now, we are not completely not live streaming. There is one element that we are continuing with live streaming, and that is the results, of course. Yeah, we are live streaming the March pasts and results from these competitions. So, of course, that's one of the most important things. On the day, you want to know who won what, especially at a major. So, that's been a real focus of ours. We record the bands when they're in the circle, upload them later. But if you want to hear the results, we will give that to you live on our socials. So there you are. So if you aren't following us on our Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all that kind of stuff, that's exactly where all that content is. And I hope that manages to address all of that listener mail, because there's been quite a bit of it. 
Some of it not too pleasant, but um, hey, we'll do what we can. Another common complaint that's been coming through to us is that, oh, you missed our band, oh, you didn't film my band, oh, you're not filming my grade. And yeah, I have to stress, before we get into the rest of listener mail here, we are a team of volunteers on the ground with our cell phones. And that's it. We're not getting paid. We're not employed by anyone to do this. It's absolutely a passion project and we're doing it what we can to try and... Yeah, better the piping world, I guess. And if we do happen to miss your band or miss your grade on the day, there is a very good reason. Well, in my case, especially with the UK Championships, it was me on my own. And then once uh, another one of the team members got freed up, Stuart, uh, he managed to film a good bit of grade too. Not all of it, mind you, because he was competing that day. And I was covering everything at the grade one ring. So you can only really be in one place at one time. So if those grades and performances happen to clash, then that's incredibly difficult to do that. You can't film two arenas at the one time with one camera. Yeah, so there you go. I hope that kind of allays all, well, if not most of the complaints that we've got in. There's been quite a lot of them. Um, Yeah, so apologies. I guess we just can't please everyone. But we will do what we can to continue to cover everything in the piping scene as best as we possibly can. If that's not to your standard, apologies, I guess. Uh, Our email address is always, if you do want to send us in your own listener mail on this very topic, bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Yeah, and who knows, there may well be another episode of Hater Mail in the works. That's all I'm going to say to some of you folks that sent in some very angry emails. Anyway, let's fly on, shall we? Because some of them were really entertaining, actually. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> be warned alright let's move on we have got more listener mail here uh, this is one uh, the emailer wants to remain anonymous actually uh, he said dear Rab I have been listening to your podcast for a while and love them I took up snare drumming at a local pipe band last year in my 50s whilst I've been mostly welcomed there is a clique element within the band which has been deliberately ignorant and really want me to fail as I didn't come through the learning as they did as a team. I love drumming and now ahead of, I'm now ahead of some of the students who are in their teens who started before me. I have seen a number of adverts in Scotland looking for either experienced drummers or learners between the ages of 10 and 18. So for me to jump to a more inclusive band, that just doesn't exist. Do you agree that some pipe bands are ageist? As a result of missing out on groups of people who can bring different perspectives, which might help grow the activity. I would appreciate your thoughts. Yeah, that's an interesting question. Ageism. Now, we do know that a vast majority of the people that are playing competitively that we would talk to on the regular have started since they were young. Uh, myself, personally, I even started when I was nine, eight or nine years old, which I think is very much the norm for a lot of folk here in the UK. And for those probably listening who are competitors right now, you've started at that young age. However, I am aware of those who have started in later years, such as yourself, emailer. Uh, So, yeah, ageism, however, does creep in. There has been various different things that I've experienced as a beginner bagpiper. I'm a guy, I'm in my 40s, and I've just started, well, over this last few years, again, since lockdown started. And I find that the various competitions that are open to me aren't open, uh, because I'm a beginner, and I would be playing... I don't know, two, four marches and things like that, like basic stuff. 
Um, but yet, whenever you look at you know competition for bagpiping, it's all set. You know, if you're a beginner, it's set at you know the age level between ten and eighteen, just like you say. You know, and if you're aged eighteen plus, if you're counted as an adult, then you get thrown into some of the professional grades. And so, if you go on there playing your two four march, you get absolutely trashed. <laughs> You know, so yeah, I do believe that um, there are some difficulties when accessing competitions and stuff whenever it comes to age brackets, I guess. Uh, so yeah, I've never been comfortable with the age bracket thing when it comes to competition. I far better have it with a grading system uh, where you can enter a competition at any age at any level. Um, so yeah, but if you're graded as a beginner and you're in your 50s, then have at it. Yeah. So as for barriers for joining pipe bands, I haven't experienced that at all. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of disagreeing with you here. Uh, but yeah, my experience is if you have a if you have an open door in your band hall, uh, you can't exactly turn people away for being a certain age, just as long as they can handle a pair of sticks or blow a set of pipes. Uh, that's always been my experience, and age has never really came into it. You did mention there about a clique element within the band, which is being deliberately ignorant. Um, I don't know if that's an interpersonal issue or whether it is to do with your age at all. I I don't know. I can't comment, but uh, I can only talk about my own experience, emailer, and uh, say that I haven't experienced that. However, that's not to say that it isn't a real thing and it doesn't exist. So I would love to know your opinions out there, Rab Show listeners. Uh, have you experienced ageism in the piping scene? That's an interesting question there, and something we could possibly discuss in a future podcast. So, our email, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Do you believe that age is a barrier to getting involved in the piping scene, especially competitively? Yeah, interesting one. There you are. Okay, moving on. Uh, We had another email here. Now, apologies, we're only getting to this now, but uh, this one's been delayed because of our coverage the last few weeks. Uh, Shout out to Ian Suter. Ian, how you doing? He says, hi, Rab. I hope this finds you well. Ian here, lead tip with the Cambridgeshire Pipe Band over here in England. Our local branch of the RSPBA, South England, hosted a few contests each year, uh, and the next of which will be called Pipes in the Park. Now, this one's behind us. Uh, It was held in Colchester in Essex on the 11th of June. So that's behind us. I do remember seeing the photos and that from this. So yeah, good competition that. Uh, he goes on to say, so maybe we could have a wee shout uh, out for mentioning the dates in their diary. So yeah, apologies Ian, that's behind us now. So that's my mistake. There you go. He goes on to say, thanks. Uh, the scene is part of the UK and this part of the UK is far from busy as elsewhere in the UK. But every little helps to promote our bands, competitions, and indeed piping and drumming more generally. Oh, there's also the Corby Highland Games on the 9th of July. This will be the All England Championships at Chatsworth House on the 3rd of September as well. Yeah, there you go. So you have the Corby Highland Games, 9th of July, and the All England all England Championships, I could just about say that, and Chatsworth House on the 3rd of September. So there you are. So yes, I do know that there is an English piping scene. may not be as busy as the rest here in the UK, I guess, with Scotland and Northern Ireland. But yeah, there you are. So these competitions are definitely worthy of your attention. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, thank you Ian for that. Really appreciate it. Indeed. All right, folks, that is it for listener mail. I think we're pretty much caught up now. The rest of the email that we've got into our inbox is all mostly dealing with future episodes, all the admin and stuff. And, yeah, uh, the organizing of our big pipe and live show. Oh, 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 did I just casually drop that into conversation there? 
Pope and live, you say, Rab? Yes. Uh, yeah, I think we mentioned it on last week's pod. Uh, we're going to pipe and live again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big Rab show live at pipe and live, and we couldn't be more excited. So we are busy in the background preparing for this, for what we hope will be quite an awesome afternoon. Uh, we have quite a show lined up for you already, and I better keep my mouth shut because I'll spoil it. But yeah, Rab show live at pipe and live is on the Thursday. Yeah, so that's all I really want to say. We've advertised it now all over the place. You're bound to have seen it. And uh, yeah, we're expecting quite an awesome event. We will be uh, announcing more of the lineup as we get closer to it, just not yet. But suffice to say, some of the bookings we have for this. Oh, man, I'm so excited. And um, yeah, oh, that, I don't know. It's exciting to be back at Pipe and Live. That's the first thing. But the second thing is, I know what kind of a show. This is going to be, oh man, oh yeah, this is going to be special. And it's going to be all recorded live in front of a live audience. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be a very special episode of the podcast right there. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. All right, that's enough of the shameless plugs. All right, let's get on with it. Yeah, it's time for Word of the Week. Word of the Week here on the Big Rabsha Podcast. Kaizen. Yes, this week's Word of the Week is Kaizen. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, what the heck is that? And for those of you knowledgeable enough, you're actually going to be, yeah, it's not one word, but two. It's a compound word, if you like, of two Japanese words. Kaizen. It's the Japanese term for continuous improvement. It's one of those things that a lot of people in the management world would use. The continuous improvement, that you're always getting better. Ongoing development, continued development, steady improvement, continual improvement, all of this kind of stuff. This all encompasses under this one word, Kaizen. And that's exactly where we are right now in the piping scene. Yeah, we've had a few competitions under our belts already. Of course, with a major championship just behind us as well. But we're about to rocket into another one this weekend. And I expect to see a lot of bands employing continuous improvement or Kaizen. So, yeah, I am very keenly aware that a lot of bands have seen the recordings and they've listened intently to their last performances over the last few competitions. And I know that some bands out there have made changes as a result. They've tweaked a little break here, they're holding it, maybe a note or two, a little half a beat extra, or, yeah, some of the phrasing in the drum corps is maybe, you know, laying back a little bit rather than pushing forward, and little subtle changes in the midsections. I know a lot of bands are involved in Kaizen right now, and that continuous improvement is exactly where we are right now. I do know some bands, actually, that are continuing to tweak their sounds. Now, whether they're actually changing reeds and all of that remains to be seen. Um, you know, changing their equipment and their setup at this point in the season could be a little bit of a gamble. But I do know that a lot of bands right now are tweaking their music and their approach to their practice, approach to their Saturday, and preparing for the circle. Yeah, Kaizen. That's exactly what we're at in this piping scene, especially what we're at here right in the middle of the competitive season. So, that's what makes this weekend very exciting. Yeah, 
we've seen everything that happened at the UK Championships, of course. But we're heading into the Euros. And I expect a lot of changes to have happened. From one major to the next, it can be night and day. And we'll talk about that, of course, in this week's topic. But that's what's inspired this week's Word of the Week, Kaizen. Yeah, that's one to add to your collection right there. (laughs) All right, well, with Word of the Week behind us, let's move on. Yeah, you guessed it. It's time for Weekly Drone. It's the Weekly Drone. Missing out? Rabby dude, isn't it the worst when you can't fly out to a contest and your band goes with the minimum number of pipers and wins? Hashtag not a chill pipe band. Hmm, not a chill pipe band. I, I have no idea who this person is because they submitted this through Weekly Drone. Um, so uh, whoever you are, condolences i have heard of this happening before you know where people can't get to a competition because of various different reasons they have a wedding to go to or their dog's sick or they have to work or a multitude of different reasons and they can't go on saturday and what happens is is their band steps into the circle and just dumps everybody and just cleans the grade ones across the board and just yeah walks home with the trophy and yeah on monday night a band practice you're like where were you we're like such and such champions. Where where were you? Uh, yeah, I was at the vet with the dog. Um, yeah, it happens. It happens. I have heard about it happening many times. And even all through the grades, through 4B up to grade 1. Um, it's one of those things, I guess. Uh, and that's something that drives us, I guess, in the, the piping world. Is that FOMO? Is that what you call it? The fear of missing out? Um, that does encourage attendance wherever possible because you do have that fear of going, oh, well, if they don't go on Saturday, what happens if they walk in there and win the thing? Then uh, it does raise the question then, are you the weak link in the chain? Am I the one that's pulling them down in the results? Because I take a week off and they're winning. Um, Yeah, I'm not saying that's the case here, but I'm just saying that it does raise those questions uh, with the person who missed out, I guess. There you are, because I've experienced that myself. Anyway... (laughs) there you go that's this week's weekly drone if you would like to submit your own weekly drone then you can do and again as i say completely anonymous as you notice there there's no identifying factors we've no idea who that person was or who their band was who won uh so yeah you can check it out thebigrabshow.com there's a big button right at the top of the page saying weekly drone click on that and yeah you can let us know your story warts and all indeed and let's say our listener mail has been getting warts and all uh piles of complaints and stuff but nobody's submitting any drones uh yeah so there you go if you do have your own weekly drone feel free drop it into us and we'll bring it here to the show all right well you guessed it it's that point in the show it's time for what's the crack Do you wish piping could be fun again? Bagpipers around the world continue to struggle with their instrument, despite hours of hard work trying to get better. Bagpiping should be fulfilling. Your hard work should pay off, showing improvement and the freedom to express yourself musically. Or why do it? The Dojo University believe every piper should be able to free themselves from musical frustration, proven over more than a decade of successful teaching and accessible anywhere with an internet connection. The Dojo is unlike any other bagpipe learning experience in the world. 
Let the Dojo channel your enthusiasm into a fun and fulfilling program that will empower you with the knowledge to fall in love with piping all over again. So go to dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab and take advantage of our 30-day free trial of Dojo Premium Membership. Join the global community of students today and rediscover the fun of bagpiping. dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab for a 30-day free trial. What's the crack this week? Rob, what's the crack this week? Hi Rob, what's the crack this week? 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 Hey Rob, what's the crack this week? Yes indeed, what's the crack? Well, yeah, Boghall and Bathgate, of course, or to give them their full title, People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate are the UK champions. And uh, we'll need to unpack that a little bit. We haven't had a chance to talk about it, so we'll talk about that in, in the show this week. We've got some results to catch up on as well. From uh, the Scottfest BC Highland Games, we'll talk about that. So the draw for the Scottish Championships has just taken place today, and that is up now on the RSPBA site. We won't be talking about it on this week's podcast in detail, so you can go and check that out now at your leisure, I guess. But we will definitely be delving through the draw for the Scottish Championship in a future podcast. But yeah, that's what's the crack. Yeah, (laughs) the draw for the Scottish is up there now. We've also got results from Edinburgh as well. That was a competition that, well, we didn't manage to get covered here in the show, so we'll talk about the results from it. We have results from Moira as well. Yeah, that was quite a competition with a mixed, yeah, mixed conditions. And we'll talk about Moira. Of course, the Chicago Highland Games as well. We have all the results from that to talk about. What a packed competition that was. Yeah, and we'll talk about that too. The Coburg Highland Games was taking place as well, uh, but we, I can't seem to find the results for those, but just wanted to give it a shout and watch the crack because, yeah, it seemed to be quite an awesome competition. Also, the Queensland Pipe Band Championships happened over this past weekend, and, oh, there was a great wealth of music played at that, so, yeah, we'll have to talk about that too. We also have the Air competition that took place as well, thanks to the Ayrshire Dumfries and Galloway branch. We'll chat about that. We also had the competition at the uh, Lockhorn Med- Meadows. Yeah, Lockhorn Meadows County Park uh, there in Fife. And with all that, thanks to the Dundee, Perth and Angus branch. We also have a little bit of moving and shaking uh, as we had another announcement from the RSPBA Music Board. And so, yeah, the Standards and Grading Group all had a bit of a meeting there recently. And we have some small minor changes. Well, there's so much in What's the Crack in that that we haven't covered over the past few weeks. I guess at this point, aye, we should probably just get straight into it. Let's get into the news and updates then, shall we? Iron Maiden, Kasabian, Bastille, the Royal Marines, the British Army, the Royal Air Force, Police Scotland and Federation, Scottish Power and the Red Hot Chili Pipers. These are just some of the names playing the Axial and Regimental Series drums by the British Drum Company. Why? Because of the superb build quality and attention to detail that only the best deserve. Where excellence is the norm, not the exception. To find out more about the ranges offered by the BDC, head to thebritishdrumco.com or follow them on all of the usual social media platforms. 
when will you make the switch? Alright, time for the news and updates. Uh, right, okay, we've got a lot to get through. A lot of competitions have been happening over the last while. Uh, we haven't spoke about it here on the show, so we're going to get into all of it. Let's kick things off with the Queensland State Championships, of course, uh, which happened on the 17th of June. I have to give a shout out to everyone involved at this competition, by the way, because it was incredible all right now thanks to the good folks there they're good friends at black bear they managed to film a good majority of the performances on the day so a lot of great music was played so yeah just shout out to you all what a competition it was brilliant uh, so i have to give particular mention to some performances that really did pique my interest of course in grade 4a the brisbane pipe band lifting that top spot there quite convincingly uh, well done to brisbane absolutely brilliant and yeah their performance is really good go and check that out uh, stunning in msr actually yeah really good all right and then moving on then of course we're looking at grade three we had the bb brisbane boys college i was going to call them bbc there brisbane boys college old collegians pipe band played a blinder such a good run uh, so yeah especially loved their medley performance which had ones right across the board so yeah go and have a look at that in grade three uh, but also in grade two i have to give a shout out to the emmanuel highlanders of course he lifted the top spot overall on the day but again another stellar medley performance there in grade two uh, for the emmanuel highlanders what a great band that yeah great performance and also shout out to the pipe band club as well also played a blinder uh, so yeah very competitive grade there at, at the queensland state championships thoroughly enjoyed the performances thanks again to the folks at black bear uh, for recording all of those thoroughly enjoyed that if you can go and check out black bear on their social media they have all of those performances up there now on their Facebook page where you can go and have a watch at them. And especially, well, as I mentioned there, don't you know those grade two performances like the Pipe Band Club and, and yeah, that I just mentioned, go along, check out Black Bear for all those performances that are up there now. Well done to everyone at the Queensland State Championships. Uh, yeah, I have to give a shout out to Andrew and to Jason. Shout out to his lads, of course, who flew to the Queensland Games and also sent us a selfie. Yeah, because uh, yeah, they met up with Aussie Broad, of course, from the Chanderad pod. Yeah, Camille, who helped uh, Andrew Douglas write that incredible book. Yeah, so they met up with Camille. And <laughs> that's just awesome to see. Yeah, so thanks, guys, for sending your absolute selfie. And I hope you all had a good time there in Queensland. Awesome stuff. All right. Now, before we get into any more results and everything from competitions past, I do want to talk about the standard and grading group and that little meeting that they had. This was, uh, well, 17th of June, so not too long ago, uh, where there's been a couple of little moves I wanted to tell you about. Uh, So from grade 3B to 4A, taking a downgrade, are Cooper Angus Borough. Yeah. Cooper Angus Borough Pipe Band are taking a step down from 3B to 4A. Now, this is by request and it has been ratified. And, yeah, said that's fine. Uh, also, yeah, getting graded in grade 4B is the Scots College Old Boys from Australia. Yeah. So there you go. So that's a couple of little things just to note. Not much. Normally around this time of year, we don't see any huge big uh, grading and standard changes. Uh, there was others, of course. Uh, this, this was a prior meeting on the 15th of June. And we had more moves by request. Uh, we had uh, for two novice juvenile B. We had St Andrews College from Canada. We had St John's College from Zimbabwe were graded in novice juvenile B as well. Uh, from grade four A to grade four B, we had the first Troon Boys Brigades, so they're taking a step down. Uh, we also had the Riverside Alliance Pipe Band from Belgium have been graded at grade four B. 
Yeah. We also have the North Coast Pipe Band in the United States have been graded at Grade 4A. Now, this is a new band to me. I don't think I've heard this name before. Um, so, if, yeah, if this is stuff that Rab got wrong, uh, please let me know. But the North Coast Pipe Band from the United States of America, I'm, I'm very keen to find out who you are and also to hear you. Yeah, so there you are, graded in grade 4A. Looking forward to hearing that, yeah. Uh, also to Auckland and District, of course, in New Zealand uh, in grade 1. Yeah. The by request. So, yeah, there you go. A lot of moving and shaking, uh, but not any huge, big, earth-shattering moves. I think you'll understand there, yeah. So, if you are interested in those details, you can go and read this, of course, on the RSPBA website, rspba.org, where those last couple of meetings are of the standards and grading group and their recent decisions. There you are. So, this is unusual. We don't normally get a lot of grading decisions around this time of year because we're now in the thick of competing. Uh, so we don't normally see a lot of changes, but hey, there we go. There's some requests there that have been put in and have been decided on. So there you go. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about the Lockor Meadows Country Park uh, competition that was held in Fife there, thanks to the Dundee, Perth and Angus branch. Now, the branch themselves actually managed to do a little bit of live streaming and stuff from this competition. So uh, you can go onto their socials and check out some of the live streams from this. So it's just brilliant to see a branch doing this, by the way. So shout out to you guys, Dundee, Perth and Angus. Absolutely gold star <laughs> from us here in the Rab Show. Brilliant. Uh, so, yeah, the competition itself is quite packed, actually, with quite a number of bands playing here. So let's delve through the results then, shall we? Novice Juvenile B. In first place, we had Renfrewshire Schools. Second was Lockgilly High School. Third was Strathallan School. Fourth was uh, High School of Dundee. And Lockgilly High School Junior came in in fifth there in Novice B. Looking at Novice A, we had the High School of Dundee. And second was Renfrewshire Schools. In Grade 4B, we only had the one band here, I think, in Grade 4B, which was the City of Discovery. There you are. So they finished in first, obviously. Looking at Grade 4A, then, um, quite a list here. We had Burnt, Burnt Island in District. Yeah, came out on top there in Grade 4A, followed by, in second place, Perth in District. Then the Vale of Athol in third. And fourth was the RAF Central Scotland. And fifth was Ken Ross in District. Sixth was Kirkcaldy and District, and seventh was the Cooper Angus Borough. Yeah, there you go. And in the juvenile grade, we had one band competing in there, so just walking in for a performance, I guess, was the High School of Dundee. Yeah. All right, let's look at grade three, which on the day was a grade that I was paying attention to at this competition with keen interest. Yeah. So, in grade three, winning the top spot was the Vale of Athol Pipe Band. Yeah. In second place was Eberdor, Pitlockery, and Blair Athol. There you go, guys. In third place was Mulgai. Fourth was Mackenzie Caledonian, or of course, affectionately known as the Maccals. In fifth was Methylon District, and sixth was Kinross and District. Yeah. Now, I'll be honest, I haven't heard all the performances from this yet. I'm still to hear uh, the Maccals. I really want to get listening to them, as well as Methylon District. And I think I heard Kinross. Um, so, yeah, there's a number of performances here, so I can't really give a full critique of it, but you can go and check those out. They are available across various different platforms like YouTube, Facebook, all that sort of stuff. If you do want to go and check them out, I'm sure they're up there now. But shout out to The Veal, lifting the top spot there. Well done, guys. All right, on to grade two on the day. Quite a number, actually, in here, and a few bands playing up as well. Yeah. 
All right, in first place then was the City of Discovery Pipe Band. Yes, quite convincingly. A great performance, actually. You managed to listen to that. It's very, very good. Uh, on second place was Ebrador Pitlockery and Blair Athol. Yeah, there you go. So playing up there and, yeah, lifting that second spot. In third place then was the Mac Cals, Mackenzie Caledonian, also playing up. So, yeah, great to see. In fourth place was Methyl and District, and fifth was Mulgai. There you are. So quite a packed grade, but it's good to see a lot of those bands stretching their legs and playing up in grade two. Great to see, having another run on the day. Then on to grade one. We had two bands on the day, and in the top spot then was Police Scotland Fife. Yes. Yeah, awesome run. And in second spot then was Johnstone. Yeah. So... Yeah, you guys know, if you've been listening to me on Fuse, you know how much of a fan I am of that Johnstone medley that they played at the UK Championships. Yeah, and that big slow air of Caledonia. Yeah, if you haven't listened to last week's pod, it's on there too. Wow, I really love that medley by Johnstone. So I'm a huge fan. So, But yeah, shout out to Police Scotland Fife. Obviously played an absolute blinder. What a great competition. And So yeah, full congratulations to everyone involved there at, at uh, yeah, the Lockhart. Meadows Country Park. I'm probably absolutely pronouncing that incorrectly. I can't even say that. Right, I promise I'm not drinking. It's a cup of tea. (laughs) All right, shout out to the Dundee, Perth and Angus branch. Uh, What a great competition that was. Yeah, great to see. Awesome stuff. All right, moving on. Let's talk about Scott Fest, which happened on the same day, which, uh, yeah, in BC over there in sunny Canada. Yeah, it was quite a packed competition by all accounts. And looking at the overall result sheets is really quite overwhelming because there is a lot. <laughs> there is a lot to unpack here. So if you do want to go and check out the results, of course, yourself, you can. Uh, but yeah, I have to give a shout out to the Simon Fraser University Pipe Band, of course, who stepped into the circle, played a medley run and an MSR, and both of which were just incredible. Yeah, there's no other way around it. So if you do want to go and check out that, I think Simon Fraser themselves have uploaded that to their socials, so you can go and check that out. Yeah, it's... Oh, it's special. It's something special, yeah. Also, I have to give a shout-out to Portland Metro as well in Grade 2 there at the BC uh, BC Highland Games. They really were impressive as well. So shout-out to you guys. Portland Metro... Great performance there. All right, so now, I know I'm singling bands out here, but you can go and check these out at your leisure. As I say, this performance is all across in social medias and the YouTubes, all of that stuff. So shout out to everyone involved there at the BC Highland Games. Uh, but yeah, the, the absolute highlight for me, which I'm sure will be a lot of other people too, were the same Fraser. Wow, is all I could say. All right, this band is cooking right now. So I can't wait to see them come across here in August as they hit the big stage at the at the Armadillo for their pre-Worlds concert, but also to see them in that circle. I believe they're going to be incredibly competitive. I'm really looking forward to that. All right. Okay. Let's move on. We have another competition that happened this past weekend, of course, on June 18th, the following day, which was in Edinburgh. And it made for quite an interesting competition. Hmm. So Inverarian District and People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate managed to split the competition in Edinburgh. However, People's Ford managed to win overall on MSR preference and they lifted the drumming again. Yeah, so really quite an interesting competition here. So like I've said, lifting the MSR was 
bogies. They lifted the MSR with Inverary second, and the City of Edinburgh came in third. Then, for the medley performance, Inverary lifted the medley, People's Ford came second. What a competition, is all I'm going to say. It was just blistering. Uh, both bands, well, all three bands, I guess, in that grade, including the City of Edinburgh, were just playing out of their skin. It was so good. So, yeah, shout out to Inverary and to People's Ford. What a competition in Edinburgh. And also in Grade 2, by the way, I have to give a mention to the City of Edinburgh Pipe Band, who lifted the Grade 2 competition. Uh, but there was a lot of other bands that were playing up as well. So shout out to George Watson's College, who competed in Grade 2 and finished up second. Yeah, also to Stockbridge, uh, who finished in third. In fourth place was City of Newcastle. They're a Grade 3 band as well. And to Turriff and District as well from Grade 3A. So it's great to see a lot of bands continuing to play up. Yeah, but yeah, what a great competition. That's kind of where my commentary ends here. But it does make it very interesting to see that this was a split down the middle here. Yeah, between Medley and MSR. And it has sparked a conversation. Yes, let's talk about the UK Championships, shall we? Let's look at that Grade 1 result. And uh, yet we haven't had time to unpack it yet. Uh, but we're about to right now. So on the day, of course, you know that People's Ford Boghall and Bathgate lifted the UK Championships. Which... Now, I had my fact checkers on this, and I think I'm right, but this could well be stuff that Rab got wrong, so please throw all your heavy stuff at me, no problem at all. Uh, but yeah, I believe this was their first major since since 2012? 2011, maybe? I don't know. But yeah, here, to see People's Forward, Boghall and Bathgate in that top spot was just awesome. I think the feeling on the park when people were walking off was a overall feeling of celebration uh yeah shout out to people's ford what a moment in time that was uh, so let's break down the result from the uk's all right let's look at the overall sheets and see where everybody finished up now as we know people's ford lifted the top spot but they had a fourth in piping a third in piping second in drumming however a first an ensemble yeah, so that's what pulled them into the top spot because they won overall an ensemble preference. Yeah, see how important that ensemble place is? And there you go. And Vararian District had a, a two and a one in piping, but a fifth in drumming. And that is what had people talking on the day. Now, I'll admit, I watched the entire grade. I watched the entire thing. Uh, but for me personally... I don't believe Inverary deserved a fifth in Drummond. I would have had them, my own personal preference would have been slightly higher than that. But there we are. Their drumming place was fifth overall in drumming. Yeah. An ensemble, then they were in second. Uh, so, and they placed second overall. But that drumming result for Inverary was very surprising. Another drumming result that really had me, um, yeah, scratching my head was Shots. Yeah, Shots and Dykehead, who finished up third, they had a 1-2 in piping, so they were up there. Uh, but then a sixth place in drumming, which, wow, like what happened? Uh, so, yeah, sixth in drumming was really unexpected. And they also had a sixth in ensemble as well. So clearly the drumming judge and ensemble judge were in agreement here. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to have to listen back to that because I certainly didn't hear it. But there we go. A sixth in drumming and a sixth in ensemble for shots. Uh, but a one-two in piping. So, 
Mm. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next result, which everyone was talking about, of course, as we were leaving the park. The competition was in Northern Ireland, and everyone was hoping to see on the day that Field Marshal Montgomery would do the big one and lift another major. However, we all know now that they've placed fourth. Yeah, and when you break down the results, it was kind of a mixed bag for Field Marshal. They had a fifth and sixth in piping. Whew. That's low for FM. Normally, we're used to seeing Field Marshal in that top two position. Um, so, yeah, fifth and sixth and piping there. They also had a first in drumming, as we know. Under the new lead tipper, Garth McLeese, the drum corps were absolutely on fire. I, I can't disagree with this. I really enjoyed their drumming performance. I thought FM's drum corps were just fantastic. Uh, also, their ensemble position then was fourth overall. So... Unless that was affected by the piping, I don't know. But with a fifth, sixth, fifth, sixth in piping, that came as a surprise for a lot of people. Uh, so, yeah, placing fourth overall. Scottish Power then, of course, we know, placed fifth. Uh, with a sixth place in piping, fourth in piping, uh, fourth in drumming, third in ensemble. Yeah, so, again, a mixed bag there for Scottish Power, but definitely room for improvement, I believe. So, yeah, I do think they have the scope to push those scores up the board, and they could well be seeing in that top two position. Yeah. Also, shout out to St. Lawrence Atul, actually, and I really enjoyed their performance on the day. Uh, So, whenever you break it down, they had a third in piping and a fifth in piping. So, the two judges here were, yeah... A little bit far apart, but not much. Uh, but yeah, the, also in the drumming uh, place was third in drumming. However, a seventh in ensemble. Now that did kind of make me scratch my head going, well, hold on here. You know, <laughs> third in drumming, but seventh in ensemble? Mm, not, mm, yeah, that one was a little bit with me. Uh, so, yeah, finishing in sixth spot overall. Then, of course, we had the Police Scotland Fife finishing seventh. Then, Klaus Kelt, uh, yeah, lifting off that bottom position, you know. They're, they're now starting to climb those ranks. Yeah, so they're finished eighth, followed by Johnstone in ninth, and with Police Scotland and Federation in tenth spot there. So that was the entire grade, and the breakdown of all of those positions are still very much being talked about. Uh, especially that drumming position by Inverary being in fifth. That kind of jumped out to a lot of people going, what? And then also with shots as well. With their drumming in sixth and ensemble in sixth. A bit of a lot of people talking on the day, wondering, well, hold on, what's going on? And even with St. Lawrence with their third and drumming, but a seventh and ensemble. I, I just don't know. A bit of a mixed bag for grade one. And I have to say, but isn't just grade one where this was experienced. It was experienced in quite a number of other grades as well. Well, There was a mixed bag of results for judges all across. So, yeah, it made for a very interesting competition. All right, now I know I've broke down the results there for you guys, uh, but you can go and check all of these out at your leisure. Go along, check them out on rspba.org. They're all published up there. You can read them all in detail. And uh, you don't need me here to sit here and tell you. uh, Yeah, there was one result. Okay, I'm going to mention this before I go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on to the next competition. But it was in grade 4A. Alright, now look at the grade 4A results, which were really fascinating. Alright, now the band that won overall, Kilbarkin, absolutely. And they lifted it, of course, with a second in piping, fourth in piping, a fifth in drumming. But they had a first in ensemble. And that, yeah, they were in the first position. And But one of the results that really had me kind of interested was... Clock Finn. 
Yeah, Clock Finn Pipe Band finished in third overall at the UK Championships in Grade 4A with a 1 2 in piping, but a 10th in drumming. Ooh, yeah, don't know what happened there. I, I didn't see the performance myself, but a 10th in drumming. And they finished second in ensemble. Now, I don't know, folks, is it me? Now, whenever you consider there was 10 bands in the grade, Clock Finn essentially finished last in drumming. But their ensemble judge had them second. What? Um, maybe I'm not the only person here that's scratching my head going, what's going on? Uh, but, yeah, shout out to Clock Finn. Finishing third and lifting silverware, absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, that result was a little bit of a head-scratcher. With a 1-2 in piping, a second in ensemble, but a tenth in drumming? Like, last in drumming? I, I, I don't know. Wow. Uh, that's all I can say there. So, yeah, I know I've kind of, yeah, I've rabbited on here a little bit. But also, a band that uh, finished in fifth position but lifted the drumming overall was Serna and District. So, the drumming uh, was a little bit of a mixed bag there. Yeah. So, a very interesting competition all round. Not just, you know, paying attention to grade one, but also in grade two, all the way down to 4B. Such a great competition. Um, so, yeah, go and have a look at the overall sheets. They do make for some interesting reading to see where everybody shook down. And, um, yeah, you can listen back to the performances yourself. And, as we say here in the Rab Show, draw your own conclusions. All right. That was the UK's. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to People's Ford, Bog Hall and Bathgate, by the way. As, uh, yeah, we managed to capture a video of them marching off the field with their UK championship. And, yeah, I, I mean it when I say it. The feeling on the park was one of celebration. Now, what I didn't manage to capture on the video as the band were marching out is that all, if not most of all, the grade one bands all sort of formed a line and were applauding People's Ford as they marched out. Like, you don't see me doing this, but I had to push my way through a bunch of Inverary guys, a few of St. Lawrence, a few FM people. They were all standing, like, applauding and, and, you know, joining in in the celebration for People's Ford. So it was such a special moment. If you haven't caught that video, by the way, go and check it out. It's up on our Rab Show YouTube channel. It is a very special moment in time when a band manages to walk off the field as a champion. And, yeah, People's Ford did that with absolute pride and... I have to say, it was great to see the piping scene all celebrate with them. And, yeah, it's something I'm looking forward to. Now, at the point of recording this, this is the 21st of June. I do know that uh, People's Ford are going to be releasing their second video in their vlog series called uh, Vlog Hall and Bathgate, I think. Uh, So, yeah, episode two will be released tomorrow uh, on the 22nd. And I'm looking forward to watching that because... It will include footage, of course, from that competition. And I hope to see a lot of kind of behind the scenes of what it means to these players to finally lift a major championship. So, yeah, I'd be watching that with keen interest. So shout out to People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate. Yeah, I'm absolutely a fan of your music. (laughs) Yeah, it's just brilliant to see. And uh, yeah, really looking forward to seeing that next episode of the vlog. Uh, So that will be up across our socials. And of course, we'll be sharing it out on the Rab Show socials as well. So you can go and check that out. All right. Okay, now we're going to talk more about major championships, of course, as we get into this week's topic. So, yeah, I think that kind of wraps up everything from the UK championships in a nice little bow. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the Chicago Highland Games that happened this past weekend. Chicago! Yes, what a competition. 45 bands in total, including bands in Grade 1 and Grade 2. Wow, is all I'll say. 
Wow. 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 What a competition. And I have to give a huge shout out to Joe Brady, actually. Good friend of the show, of course. Uh, but Joe managed to film everything in Grade 2 and Grade 1 for us, for the Big Rab Show team. So... Go and check that out. All of those performances there from the Grade 2 Arena and the Grade 1 Arena is up there now on our YouTube channel. You can go and watch all of these at your leisure. And can I say there's quite a number of real blistering performances here that you're definitely going to want to catch. All right. Now, in particular, on Grade 1, winning overall on the day was St. Thomas alumni. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You need to go and watch this performance by St. Thomas. Uh, Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Go and check out St. Thomas. Wow. Uh, But the competition overall uh, was really, really cool. Uh, So there was one band actually that didn't march off the line. They started out in concert formation and then started playing on the line and then marched in. And I think it was the city of Dunedin. I can't remember now. That could be stuff that Rab got wrong. But such an interesting competition. Uh, So... Yeah, with seven judges in total in the circle as well, which also was an added mix in there, I guess. Uh, So, yeah, but shout out to Grade 1. St. Thomas alumni, absolutely incredible. Blowing a big tone, big sound, and some real interesting tunes too in their medley performance. So go and check that out. Definitely worth watching. Yeah. Also, moving on to Grade 2, a particular highlight of mine has to be the Ulster Scottish Pipe Band in Grade 2. Wow. Uh, they managed to pick up the overall title, of course, winning the medley and the MSR competition quite convincingly. The Ulster Scottish Pipe Band, that's the only word I could use to describe them, is wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> the piping end and the drumming end, especially. I was a huge fan of their drumming, especially in their medley performance. Ooh, it's one of those runs where you get the goosebumps at the end of it. You know, it like reaches a big crescendo and like, da dun dun dun. Like, Yes, thank you, Ulster Scottish. What a great run. Uh, So, yeah, (laughs) if you don't know what I'm talking about, go along to the Big Rab Show on YouTube. We have all of those performances up there now from Grade 1 and Grade 2. And So, yeah, shout out to all of you who were competing there in Grade 2, by the way. Oh, another band that really did pique my interest as well with a great medley performance uh, was the Macmillan Pipe Band. Had a great run, but also Midlothian Scottish had a great performance too. Quite an interesting medley. Some real intricate harmony stuff there. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It, I'm just going to start rabbiting on about another competition and talk about it for hours. Go and check it out yourself, all right? It's all up there now on the YouTube channel. All right, let's move on to other grades on the day. We had a grade three, of course, and I'm coming out in top spot in grade three. Uh, we had St. Colum Kill, United. Yeah, there you are. And the City of Angels actually finished up in second place there in grade three. Followed by in third place by Nashville. In fourth place was the Kevin R. Blanford Memorial Pipe Band. In fifth was the McAllister College. Sixth was Cameron and District. There you are. Uh, so the Drummond actually went to Cameron and District. There you go. So that was grade three. Yeah. On to grade four then overall. Yeah. Went to the Commonwealth Pipe Bands. Second place was the 87th Cleveland. And third place was North Coast. Yeah, that's that band that I was talking about earlier, North Coast. We're going to have to have a listen to that. Uh, then shout out to Waken District, who finished in fourth overall in grade four. Then the City of Dunedin in fifth place. And then the Chicago Stockyard Kilty was in sixth place. There you are. And then looking on to grade five or grade four B, as we call it here, shout out to North Texas. North Texas! Woo! Yep, hashtag tone. My old band, of course. Yeah, they finished up on top spot there, winning grade five. In second place was the Cincinnati Caledonian. 
Awesome. And third place was Capital City. Fourth place was the 87th Cleveland. And fifth place was the Spirit of Michigan. Sixth place was the Kansas City St. Andrews Pipe Band. There you are. So, yeah, that's quite a detailed <laughs> list of results and all of that where you could probably go and check that out at your leisure. But, yeah, shout out to everyone there at the Chicago Highland Games. I'm only sorry that I couldn't go to it. I would have absolutely have loved to. Um, but, but, yeah, we've got tied up with things here in the UK, I guess. But who knows? I might have to get to the Chicago Games. I keep hearing great reports about it. And then even watching Joe Brady's videos that we have now up on our YouTube channel, I absolutely wanted to be standing there and witnessing this firsthand. You know, it's all well and good seeing performances online, but there's nothing like actually being there. So who knows? Some one of these days, some one of these years, I'm going to have to pack my bags and get across to Chicago and see what's all happening there. Yeah. Oh, it just looks like a brilliant competition, doesn't it? All right. Let's move on. Now, we're continuing with uh, competitions that happened across uh, the Atlantic. And let's look at the Coburg Games, which happened in Ontario. Now, there was a, wasn't any Grade 1 competition, but there was a Grade 2 at Coburn, uh, Coburg. Sorry. Uh, so, yeah. Finishing top spot in Grade 2 at the Coburg Games in Ontario were Peel. Yes, Peel Regional Police, and quite convincingly so as well. Uh, followed in second were the Toronto Police. Third was the Ottawa Highlanders, fourth was St Andrews College Association, and fifth was the Ottawa Police Service. Yeah, so I have to say, great competition there in grade two, uh, but yeah, go and check out that performance by Peel. Uh, Peel Regional Police are always a band that I've always had a keen interest over the years. I mean, I remember reading the story, actually, when they took the step down from grade one to grade two. A lot of people were concerned, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't be concerned. They're sounding absolutely brilliant, yeah. All right, on to grade three then on the day. Uh, in first place was the Guelph Pipe Band. I am probably butchering the pronunciation of your name, but there you are, grade three champions. And second place was Durham Regional Police, and third was the Glengarry Pipe Band. Yeah, now Guelph Pipe Band actually managed to lift the drumming as well as the midsection prize too. So there you are, quite a good day's work there for the Guelph Pipe Band in grade three. On to grade four then was Peel Regional Police, their grade four band. Followed by in second place by Rob Roy. And in third was the golf pipe band in grade four. Yeah. On to grade five, or as we call it here, yeah, 4B. We have the Ottawa Caledonian. In first, we had Smith Falls. Yeah, Gordon in second place. And then we had Ryan Russell Memorial in third. There you are. Now, overall, I have to say we've got a lot of details and information about this competition from Coburg. Uh, so I could probably sit here and read all of it for you but instead i would urge you to go over to our sources like pipesdrums.com or bagpipe.news i think has details on this too uh, but also a lot of those performances have been shared across again through social media everywhere we've done what we can on the big rab show to share those wherever possible uh, but uh, yeah we always do manage to miss them so if there are any performances from bands or competitions that you would like us to feature on our socials especially from games like this, then please do let us know. You know our points of contact by now. Yeah, our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Aye, that's where you can get us. Uh, so, right, there you go. That was the Coburg uh, Games in Ontario there on June 17th. Now, we're just about ready to bring things a little bit closer to home right here in Northern Ireland. Yes, the Lisburn and Castlereagh Pipe Band Championships took place in sunny, kind of rainy at times, Moira. 
<laughs> yeah, Moira, and what a competition it was, actually. Quite a big entry for bands across the board. And, yeah, 11 bands competed in Grade 4B. That kind of gives you an idea of the scale here. So, lifting the top spot in Grade 4B at Moira was Altnave Memorial. Yeah. Lifting the Drummond was Irvine Memorial, who finished over, uh, overall in second, followed by Money Gore in third, and Holly Mountain Pipe Band in fourth position. Yeah, I have to give a shout out to uh, Tully Lagan Pipe Band, who lifted best bass, and their bass drummer actually helps us on the Big Rab Show team. There you are. Shout out, Adrian. You're a legend and lifted a best bass. Yeah, and I'm sure if you watched our live stream of the results, whenever Tully Lagan were read out for best bass, uh, Adrian let uh, the tiniest little out of him it was hilarious uh, because he couldn't really start jumping and cheering because he was live streaming for you guys uh, so that was hilarious sorry adrian that you couldn't celebrate properly uh, but yeah i think no doubt once the live stream ended and he put the, the phone back in his sparring yeah he, he was partying it was a lot of fun so yeah shout out to tully lagan lifting the best base there and 4b but uh, yeah shout out to alton of a by the way yeah great run uh, so there you are moving on on to grade 4A then at Moira, Clock Finn lifting the top spot with a first first in piping, but a sixth in drumming. The, now, are you noticing a pattern here? Now, the sixth in drumming had them last in drumming because there was six bands competing here. So, yeah, but again, a second in ensemble. How does this happen? What, what am I missing? Like, you're finishing really low on drumming, but your ensemble places are really high. If anything, your ensemble result pulled you into first position because you won in ensemble preference in grade 4A. I don't know. Can someone explain it to me? <laughs> I just, I don't know. Uh, uh, strange. But then again, I have to say, I am not in there with a clipboard. I am I am not in that unique position that the drumming judge or the piping judge or the ensemble judge has. I can't comment. I can just look at these numbers and go, what happened? All right, and that's what I'm doing. So please don't, I'm not casting aspersions. <laughs> in second place then, after Clockfin, was Surla in District. Yes, and they managed to lift the drumming. Yeah, so Surla's drum corps seem to be on fire at the moment, so well done. And so they finished in second and lifted the drumming. William Kerr Memorial were in third, followed by Grancha in fourth place. There you are. So quite a good competition there in 4A. But I'm going to have to have a listen to Clock Finn and see exactly what's happening here. Yeah, finishing high in ensemble, but low in drumming. I don't know how that works. I'm going to have to have a listen. All right. Okay, on to grade 3B then. Uh, we had actually quite a number of bands from grade 4A playing up here in grade 4B. because there, Or 3B. Because there was only one grade 3B band on the day, and that was Kalabaki. And they lifted it overall. Yes, finished in, in top place. But, yeah, lifting the drumming in grade 3B was Surla in District. Managing to lift a grade 3B drumming title. Not bad. So they played up. And also in second place in grade 3B was Clock Finn. Yeah, and then followed by Surla in third and William Kerr in fourth. Yeah, so a lot of bands playing up from 4A into 3B to bolster those ranks, but also to stretch their legs a little bit. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to grade 3A from Moira. We had Clocker and District coming out on top. Uh, yeah, but not a bad result for Clocker altogether. Yeah. Uh, Major Sinclair Memorial finished out on second. And yeah, shout out to them, actually. But two firsts in piping uh, for the Major Sinclair. So not a bad result there. And third place were Kildog. Go on, the dogs. Yeah, shout out to Kildog. And actually managed to lift the drumming title there as well. So a third spot, not bad. 
Also, I have to give a shout out to Kildog. On their journey home, uh, their bus got a flat tire and everybody had to get off the bus and wait for a replacement to come and rescue them. Yeah, and in the process of doing so, their pipe major got the pipes out and started playing a lament to the bursted tire. And if you haven't seen that video, by the way, it's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> so shout out to you guys at Kildog, who were celebrating on your way home with your drumming title and your third spot at Moira. Uh, but yeah, the lament to the burst tire on the Glenshane Pass was absolutely a highlight for me. So yeah, shout out to Kildog. That was a lot of fun. And fourth place there uh, was the Matt Boyd Memorial. Yeah. And fifth was McNeilstown. Uh, yeah, so not a bad grade by all accounts. Now, I do know a lot of people were asking, were Tully Lagan not there? But no, Tully Lagan were not competing that weekend. Yeah, so just in case for those asking, wondering where Tully Lagan were, yeah, they weren't competing that day. All right, moving on to grade two. Uh, in the top spot then, we had Rivara. Yeah, they were the only grade two band on the day, from what I could see. Yeah, uh, with the Matt Boyd Memorial playing up, along with Clocker and District and the Major Singular Memorial. They all decided to stretch their legs in grade two. Uh, so the Matt Boyd finished up second in ensemble preference. Uh, Clocker and District finished third, and the Major Singular were in fourth. There you are. So lifting top spot and the drumming title were Rivara. And then on the day, we did have a grade one competition, but it wasn't really a competition because there was only one grade one band that was there, and that was Klaus Kelt. Yeah, deciding to stretch their legs, of course, ahead of the Europeans. It was great to see Klaus Kelt out. And so, yeah, brilliant to see these minor competitions being supported, but also that our, yeah, our grade one big guns are still deciding to... What was that name, a word again that we were saying? Kaizen? A continuous improvement, I guess, ahead of the next major. Yeah, it's great to see Klaus Kelt there. All right. So, now, uh, for those asking about the recordings and stuff from Moira, unfortunately, it was in the Rab Show. We did get recordings, but we did have issues with her technology. And, uh, yeah, as a result, the quality didn't work out for us. So, if you do want to see those performances from all of those grades, then go and check out our friends on We Love Pipe Bands. Uh, They have... Videos all across the different grades there from the Moira competition. So apologies. Uh, we did try our best. We did film a good number of the grades actually on the day. But unfortunately we had a bit of a fail with our camera. And the, the sound quality on the camera just wasn't great. And I think it was due to the rain on the day. Uh, we believe that water may well have got into the mic. Or the electrics of it somehow. Because yeah, the sound quality just wasn't good. And we didn't want to present it on our YouTube channel. And have you guys kind of, oh Rob the sound's terrible. Why would you release that? so we we didn't release it there you go so if you do want to catch the action from moira our recommendation would be our good friends over there at we love pipe bands and you can check out all their videos from moira there you are okay that's pretty much it for all the news and updates i do know that there's a lot happening in the trad and folk scene we're in the middle of it here of festival season for the trad and folk scene and there's a lot of huge festivals happening now we will do our best to try and cover those in a future episode but please keep your updates coming all right i do know a lot of people are complaining saying oh grab there's a huge gig that happened last week and i missed it because you didn't talk about it well my advice is i can't cover everything (laughs) (laughs) I will do my best, but uh, it's so difficult, all right? So I know that sounds like a cop-out. It probably is, but we will do our best, all right? That's all I can ask, and we will try. We will try. 
So yeah, if you are a fan of a particular band in the trad and folk scene, my advice is to go onto their socials right now. Seems to be a lot of bands across the board are all out gigging at the minute. A lot of them have brand new albums that they're currently touring, and as well as doing festival appearances, they're also involved in various different tours of the UK and abroad. I'm aware of a lot of bands actually touring in Australia, New Zealand right now. There's even some over, of course, in Canada, and quite a number are over in the United States right now. So, yeah, if you're a fan of a band at all, then rather than rely on us as a source to tell you that they're gigging right next door, yeah, go and check out their own socials where they've been providing updates aplenty. All right, that's my advice to you. Okay, folks, that's it for all the news and updates. I have absolutely no doubt that we have missed something. Alright, so, or there's probably stuff that Rab got wrong. Either way, we want to hear from you. As always, our email address has never changed. You can always reach us. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again, BigRabShow at gmail.com. Drop us in a comment, a query, a question, or even just to slag me off. (laughs) Alrighty, let's fly on, shall we? We're about to get into the meat and potatoes of this week's episode. Yeah. Well, we haven't done this in a while, but uh, yeah, you guessed it. It's time for Dates for Your Diary. McLennan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan instrument maker Roddy McLennan from Euston, Scotland. Proud supplier of bagpipes, small pipes and chanters to Ali the Piper. One-of-a-kind instruments crafted from the finest materials using traditional skills for more than 30 years. Attention to detail and dedication to the highest standards of quality guarantee you a bagpipe which is more than just a musical instrument, but also a work of art. Custom made for you in a variety of wood with the widest range of profiles in the industry. Repair, restoration, replacement, refurbishment services also available. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLennan Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. It's time for Dates for Your Diary, here on the Big Rap Show Podcast. Yes, time for Dates for Your Diary. Now, as I say, it's been a while since we've done this, uh, so we do have quite a few dates behind us. Lots of great piping and drumming action, but we do have a lot to look forward to over the next few months. So, let's get into it good and proper. Yes, of course, this weekend, this week's topic of the week, actually, the European Championships, all being held in Aberdeen, 24th of June. Of course, but also on the 24th of June, uh, we're also heading to Milton in New York for the Hudson Valley Pipe Band Championships. So, yeah, best of luck everyone there in Hudson Valley. Looking forward to that. Also, we have the San Diego Scottish Highland Games. They're taking place this weekend too, on the 24th and 25th in Brengle Terrace Park Vista in California. Yeah, so... Plenty of piping action happening across the Atlantic there. There you are. So in San Diego and California and in New York as well. So excellent stuff. Now, of course, next week on the 1st of July, it's possibly one of the biggest competitions here on this island of Ireland, of course. It's the All-Ireland Championships. Yes, to be held in Ballymena, which is an absolutely cracking venue. No doubt we'll talk more about the All-Ireland Championships on next week's pod, uh, but that's a date for your diary right there. 1st of July, we're heading to Ballymena for the All-Irelands. 
Yes. Then on the 7th and 8th of July, we are heading to Preston City Park in Utah for the the Payson Scottish Festival and Highland Games. There you are. I could just about pronounce that. So there you go. Shout out for the Payson Scottish Festival and Highland Games. That's going to be held in Utah on the 7th and 8th of July. Then on the 8th and 9th of July, we are heading to the McRae Meadows in Linville in North Carolina for the Grandfather Mountain Highland Games. Now, I've heard a lot about these and these games. And yeah, it definitely seems to be a bit of a highlight for sure in the competitive calendar there in the US. So yeah, if you're in the North Carolina area, then this is one to check out. That's the 8th and 9th of July. There you are. Okay, I'm just going to give you a few more dates for your diary. And yeah, we're going to the Glasgow Lands Scottish Festival, of course, at Luke Park in Northampton in Massachusetts. And that's going to be on the 15th of July. Also, on the 15th of July, of course, let's everyone shout together. It's Flagstaff! Yeah, we know that. (laughs) Yeah, the Flagstaff Arizona competition that opens its gates on the 15th and 16th of July for the Arizona Highland Celtic Festival. Yeah, so that's quite a big one there. Also on that same weekend, the 15th and 16th of July in Casey Jones Park. And yeah, it's going to be in Elizabethan, Colorado. Yeah. So this is going to be the Elizabeth Celtic Festival. So again, another day for your diary. 15th and 16th of July. Quite a busy weekend there across in the US. You have competitions in Massachusetts, Arizona and Colorado. It's enough there to keep you busy for sure over that weekend. There you are. So, but yes, bringing it closer to home, this weekend, of course, the European Championships, big date for your diary, 24th of June, and then next week, of course, we have the All-Irelands in Ballymena. There you are. All right, so that's some dates for your diary. It's going to be quite a packed summer. We have a lot of great competitions to cover, and uh, yeah, no doubt we'll have a lot to talk on the pod, and more dates for your diary in future. If you do have any further dates for your diary that we should be including here on The Rab Show, then please do let us know. Our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com, and let us know if there are any upcoming dates for any concerts, competitions, festivals, anything like that that you would like us to promote here on the show, then let us know. All right. Right, folks, you have hung on for this length of time, and you deserve a medal. But uh, before you do, get yourself a medal. Then go and get yourself, it's time, (laughs) yeah, get yourself a big cup of tea. It's time for the Topic of the Week. Wallace Bagpipes. Quality, pride and passion. Made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. Hi, this is Ross Ainsley and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Ah, yes, topic of the week time and yeah, we're going to talk about the Euros. (laughs) Oh baby, the European Championships are this weekend and I can't tell you how stupidly excited I am for the Euros. Can you guess? Yeah, oh man, it's going to be so good. Now, there is an overriding thing. Everything that I'm about to say about the European Championships is just my own opinion, alright? That's not that of any of our associated sponsors or anyone else on the team. This is just me. This is my opinion, Rab. And if anyone disagrees with it, please don't disagree with anyone on the team or our sponsors and anyone who listens. Disagree with me. Email me in, bigrabshow@gmail.com. 
tell me that I'm dreadfully wrong and that I should wind my neck in, as they say here in Northern Ireland. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. It's me giving my own humble opinion of how I think things are going to be so exciting for the Euros. And you can tell me otherwise. Also, I do know that a good number of you listening to the pod right now are not travelling to the Euros. Whenever you look at the number of entrants at the European Championships this year, they are down considerably from previous years. Now, whether this is kind of a hangover from the pandemic and everything, and bands are struggling financially to be able to travel, or is it a case of where it is. A lot of people here, particularly in Northern Ireland, have been telling me that Aberdeen is quite a distance to travel and, as a result, they've also found it difficult to get accommodation in Aberdeen. A lot of people were looking at options of possibly travelling to one of the you know larger cities, I guess, Glasgow or Edinburgh, and then catching a train that morning or a bus and, you know, all of these various different options that were available to get to Aberdeen. And a lot of them just weren't cost-effective. A lot of the bands simply just couldn't afford it. So whether that's something to do with the venue, whether it's, you know, post-pandemic and bands not having the finance, there's a lot of different factors here. But the Euro Champions, the Euro Championships, I should say, are definitely still going to be an ultra-competitive competition regardless of the lower numbers. We do stress that this is a, a major championship that you're going to be want to be paying attention to. <sighs> It's going to be good. All right, let's get into our drum majors. First of all, yeah, uh, there's going to be quite a number here. All right, bear with me. Uh, looking at our juniors, first of all, we have five in here. Georgia Turkington, Catherine Spears, Mia Buckley, uh, Lydia Todd, and Grace Murdoch. There you are. So I think we have two heats there for the juniors. Awesome stuff. On to the juveniles then. We have two heats for the juveniles as well. We have Beth Turner, uh, Louis Charles Anderson, Grace Thompson, Carries Graham, Louise Smyton, and Jamie Livingston. There you are. So two heats then for our drum majors and the juveniles. On to our adults then. Yeah, there's quite a number of adults in here. So we have four heats in total. Vicky Singer, uh, Ryan Murdoch, Jason Price, Andrea Gibson, Kathy Hunter... Andrea Stevenson, uh, Graham Wise, Charlotte Ruddock, Lauren Hanna, Kevin Renton, uh, Cara Gilmer, James Kennedy, Emma Barr, and Gib Fraser. Yeah, so a lot of big names in there. And I'm sure for a lot of people, there's not a lot there that are jumping out that could possibly lift that title. So good luck to all of our adult drum majors. Have a good competition, folks. And uh, yeah, for those actually who are interested in drum majoring... Um, you can go and check out, uh, we've been putting up videos and stuff from the adult grade of drum majors, uh, both from our minor competitions here in Northern Ireland, but also at the last major there, the UK's, where you can go and check out all the adult heats as well as the adult finals. And it does make for some really interesting viewing, uh, because I've learned a lot watching these, and um yeah, maybe you can too. If you're not a fan of drum majoring, you really should be. It's quite a competitive world, and uh, one of which that I'm very keen to learn a lot more about. Uh, so, yeah, I've got the utmost respect for our drum majors. Uh, so you can go and check out those videos up there now on the Rab Show on YouTube. All right. Okay, let's go through Novice Juvenile B, shall we? This grade is packed. All right. Now, this is Huge. Now, we also we have a band in here from Australia who's traveling to compete at the Euros. That's incredible. So let's go through that. We have 18 bands in Novice Juvenile B. What? 
18 in here. All right, so we have Burnt Island in District competing in Novice Juvenile B, kicking things off at 10 o'clock in the morning, followed by St. Columbus School. Yeah, we have the Sky Youth Pipe Band, followed by Lewis and Harris Youth, Lock Gilly High School Junior, Preston Lodge High School Pipe Band are in there too. We have Dollar Academy, Erskine Stewart's Melville Schools. Yeah, we have Lock Lash. Uh, Lash, see, it was tougher. I can't pronounce. There you go. We have Knox Grammar School from Australia. Go on, awesome! Can't wait to see you. Uh, we also have Renfrewshire High Life Highland Pipe Band. We have the High School of Dundee in there. We have Oban High School, Renfrewshire Schools, Loch Gilly High School, Buxburn and District Novice, Strathallan School, and People's Ford Bog Hall and Bathgate. <sighs> That's quite a huge grade. <laughs> Wow. Uh, so, hey, shout out to everyone there and that novice B. Brilliant to see you all, first of all. And But, hey, good luck to you. If you're going to finish out on that top six position at all, you deserve a medal. 18 bands in there. Wow. And, hey, good luck to the judges, too. Oof. That's a, that's a long day. So, starting at 10 o'clock in the morning and finish, finishing shortly after 12 midday, that's a lot of performances to judge and try and get you know, correctly placed. Not an easy task. So good luck to our bands and our judges there in Novice Juvenile B. Moving on to Novice A then. Novice Juvenile A, we have the High School of Dundee, Dollar Academy, St. Columbus School, Knox Grammar School, again from Australia. Go on, Knox Grammar. Yep. Class. So entering two bands there. Fantastic. We also have Stirling and District Schools, George Watson's College, West Lothian Schools, North Lanarkshire Schools, and George Harriet Schools. There you are. So it's great to see so many young kids and people stretching their legs in that novice juvenile A. It is very competitive grade, I have to say, novice A. Uh, so good luck. So that's nine bands in total there in novice A. Good luck. Yeah. All right, moving on to grade 4B, which should normally be the largest grade on the day. And we have 12 bands in here in total. So let's give you all a shout. Kicking things off at 10 to 2 in the afternoon, we have the Grey Friars Pipes and Drums. Following uh, that is the Govan Community Band, then the City of Aberdeen themselves. Am I right in thinking that the City of Aberdeen, is that, was that the band that changed their name? Were they Old Melder? I don't know. I don't know, but but they're now the city of Aberdeen, and I'm not going to be calling them by their old name. There you are. And then we have Stockbridge (laughs) after the city of Aberdeen. Then followed by Stockbridge is Granite City Pipe Band. Then we had Fraserburgh, RBL. Yes, and then we have a band here from the Netherlands, which I am absolutely going to pronounce their name incorrectly. Of course, it's the Venlo, Venlo Caledonian. Yeah, from the Netherlands. I've actually heard a performance by these guys. Yeah, mm, they sound good. So go and check them out, actually. So shout out to the Venlo Caledonian. Looking forward to seeing you there at the Euros. Uh, then uh, after them is the City of Inverness pipe bands, followed by Dunoon Argyle. Then we have the Ellen and District RBL pipe bands. Yeah. Then we have Reading Scottish, followed by the City of Discovery. Yeah. Quite a competitive grade in there in 4B. And, uh, yeah, there's quite a number of names that I would argue could easily step into that top spot, yeah. So, there you go. All right, good luck to you. 12 bands here in 4B. As for 4A, turns out it's one of the bigger grades. It's 15 bands in total in here in 4A. All right, let's get into it. Starting at half 10 in the morning, we have Coulter and District, followed by Kin Ross and District, then the Vale, Vale of Atho. And then we have Irvine and District, Kirkcaldy and District, Strathendrick. Camelon and District, 
the Royal Borough of Stirling. Then we have the RS, or blah, like I just about to talk, the RAF Lozymouth. There you are. Then we have Uddingston Strathclyde. Yeah. Then we have Kilbarkin, Perthon District, Burnt Island and District, RAF Central Scotland Pipes and Drums. That's a bit of a mouthful. And then we have Troon Blackrock. Uh, so that's your entire grade. Kicking things off at half ten in the morning, finishing at half twelve in the afternoon. Fifteen performances there. And again, that's going to be quite... That's quite a task for the judges there in 4A. Yeah, I I would argue in grade 4A this season, it's been really quite tight uh, between these bands. Uh, so, yeah, I do have my own particular favourites in here. and uh, There's a few names jumping out at me that I'm very keen to hear, but I will keep those to myself for now. Um, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> shout out to you guys in grade 4A. Good luck. Um, if you are going to finish in that top three, top five, top six, yeah, absolutely, you guys will deserve a medal. All right. Okay, let's get into our juvenile grade, and we have the usual four. George Watson's College kicks things off at half 12. Then we have Preston Lodge. Go on, the PL. You. Give you a shout out there, guys. Uh, then we have George Harriet Schools, of course, and then followed by Dollar Academy. Yeah, the usual four bands that we're used to seeing in here now. Um, but, uh, yeah, watching things and listening to everything that happened there at the UK Championships, <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be an interesting, uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting competition in that grade, I reckon, because listening to everything in the UKs it did make for an interesting listen, didn't it, folks? You can go back and listen to that, of course, on last week's podcast, uh, with all the performances from the juvenile grade in the UKs were there. Um, yeah, it's a tough grade. There you go. That's all I'm going to say. It's a tough, tough grade. Uh, so good luck again to our judges there, and good luck to you in the juvenile grade competing. All right. Moving on to grade 3B, where unfortunately numbers are well down here in 3B. And that's been across the board, not just in Scotland, but here in Northern Ireland too. Uh, so let's look at the, the draw for 3B. That won't take too long. Uh, we have, starting at 20 past 11 in the morning, we have Arbroath. Then we have the Ross and Carmarty Pipes and Drums, followed by the Air Pipe Band Society, Lower Clyde Pipes and Drums, Methylon District, Macanta, Cooper Angusborough, and the Mid-Argyle. There you are. So that brings up your eight bands there for Grade 3B. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of bands in here that I personally just haven't had the chance to listen to just yet. So I am curious. Yeah. There's a few names, of course, that we, you know I have already read out here on the show as well, you know, for results-wise. And, um, yeah, I'll be interested. I'm going to have to look at more performances from 3B. Yeah, so good luck to everyone there competing. That's going to be an interesting grade to keep a track of. Now, speaking of interesting grades... <laughs> <laughs> it's the next one, Grade 3A. Oh, it's starting to get a bit silly now, isn't it? All right, we have 15 bands in here. 15 bands in Grade 3A, which is not a bad entry. It could be a lot better, mind you, if a lot of our bands from NI were to go across the water. Uh, but, yeah, the, I don't think there's any Northern Ireland bands in this grade at all. So let's go through the draw. Starting at 20 past 1 in the afternoon, uh, kicking things off are Kilmarnock, followed by Deeside Caledonia, then the city of Inverness. Ebrador, Pitlockery and Blair Athol are next, followed by Mulgai. Yeah. Then we have Buck and Peterson's Grade 3A band. Mm, yeah, looking forward to that. I did hear them at the UK's, actually. Very good. Uh, Turrifin District. Yeah, and we had Dunbar RBL as well. We also have the city of Newcastle then. Then the mighty Vale. Go on, the Vale. 
Yep, the Vale of Athol. Then we have the Mac Cals, the Mackenzie Caledonia, 20 past two in the afternoon. And then we have Colburn, IOR, followed by the City of London pipe band. I haven't heard them this season yet. Ooh, so I, I don't know. Is this their first appearance, the City of London? Hmm, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, followed by the City of London, we have Denny and Dunny Pace, of course, which played a blinder at the UK's too. They had a great run. And shout out to Stockbridge. There you go. Who wraps things up there in grade 3A. So not a bad grade. Very competitive. And that band, yeah, the City of London. I haven't heard them yet this season. And the City of Newcastle too, I haven't heard them either. Uh, So I'm going to have to make a point of checking out these performances. But obviously, there are some performances in here that I really am very keen to see. Shout out to Buck and Peterson, who always play a great set. Really looking forward to them. Also the Mac Cals as well. You always play a blinder. Absolutely. Can't wait to see the Macals in the circle. And, of course, the Veil. Come on. The Mighty Veil always play a, a great set. So, yeah, a lot of great bands in that grade. And, uh, oh, Dayside Caledonia, too. Oh, they played a good one. Mm. I, I see, there's so many bands in here. You can honestly stand and watch Grade 3A all day and be thoroughly entertained. There's a lot of great music to be played there. Yeah. So, good luck to our bands. And, of course, to our judges, too, who have the unwelcome task of trying to place a winner out of all of that. So good luck. <laughs> all right. Now, on to um, the grade that I like to call the ridiculous grade. All right. On to grade two. Grade two is the ridiculous grade. Always has been for this last five years, I would argue. Yeah. Not including the time over the pandemic, of course. Uh, But yeah, Grade 2 has just been so competitive, it's just not funny. Alright, let's go through the draw. We have 10 bands here in total. We have the Royal Borough of Annan, kicking things off at half two in the afternoon. Then we have Port Leithen and District. Buck and Peterson, yeah, are in there too. We also have the City of Edinburgh, the Highland Granite Pipe Band, Oban. We also have the Sky. The Sky! Yep, the Glasgow Sky Association, followed by Uddingston, yes, and then the City of Discovery, and then wrapping things up in the grade, we have the Isle of Islay pipe band, of course, the Kilchaman Distillery, Isle of Islay. Go on, the Islay! Can I just say I can't pick a winner? And You know, I was watching the performances that we managed to catch on our YouTube channel, and every single band that walked in there played an absolute thumper. Now, there were some bands that really did pique a lot of attention. Of course, the Glasgow Sky Association, with their return to the circle, had a lot of people's attention. And a lot of people were very keen to see what the Sky were up to. They didn't disappoint. They definitely played a great tune. Uh, so, yeah, we're interested to see what they're going to bring to the circle here at the Euros. Also, a band that really impressed me on the day at the UK's were Uddingston, who played an absolute blinder. I'm a huge fan of their drum corps, actually. Uddingston's drumming is mm, it's another level. It's very modern and very musical, I would argue. So go and have a listen to Uddingston. Very interesting things happening there musically. Also to the City of Edinburgh, Pipe Band as well. Of course, under Pipe Major David Clooney, those guys in the City of Edinburgh, again, are doing a lot of things musically that are kind of pushing the boundaries in grade two. And the City of Edinburgh are a band that are definitely pushing that envelope. And very interesting listen. Yeah, so... Hi, I know I'm picking out particular bands that you should be paying attention to, uh, but hey, please go and check out the full grade at your own leisure. I'm just giving you my own opinions here. Obviously, top of my pile for all of the bands that I really want to hear in grade two are 
the Isle of Islay. Yeah, okay. You know, I've already said it before. I'm a huge fan of the band. I've been that for a long time. I've got quite a number of friends that play in the Islay. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of them used to play with me in the Quinn when I was their lead tipper. And now they're the lead tipper of the Isle of Islay. Anyway, shout out to Eddie. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I have a lot of good friends there at the Isle, and yeah, I'm always uh, keen to see friends competing. Uh, so yeah, shout out to you guys. Looking forward to seeing you in the circle, and good luck to everyone in grade two. By the way, because it is the ridiculous grade. All right, I have called it that. <laughs> and so if you have a program and you buy it on the day, then scribble out the, the grade two at the top of the page and just write ridiculous next to it, and you'll know exactly what grade it is. All right, grade two, ridiculous. All right. Okay, grade one, of course, the big grade that everyone will be paying attention to on the day has our usual ten bands that we've come to know and love at this point. All ten are in here. Uh, Kicking things off at half two in the afternoon, Scottish Power. Yes, then we have Inverary and District, followed by Police Scotland, Fife, Shots and Dykehead Caledonia are next. Then the Field Marshal, middle of the pack. Yes, at ten past three in the afternoon. Then we have, right after FM... People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate, which at this point now, I guarantee everyone will be paying attention to what the Boggies are at. Mm. Followed by Boghall, then we have Johnstone. Yes, with that incredible medley. Oh, love that. And then we have Police Scotland and Federation after that. Then we have Kloss Kelt. And wrapping things up in Grade 1, we have St. Lawrence. Yes, there you go. So, yeah, in Grade 1, you can go back and watch every performance now from the UK's. And you have those overall sheets now. Now, I know whenever I was recording at Grade 1, I did kind of tease you guys about being armchair judges. And I know that I am a, I am absolutely an armchair judge. I do what you guys do. I sit and I listen to these performances or I watch the videos online. And I kind of, you know, I, in my own head, I draw up my own judging sheet. I go, mm, okay, there was maybe... I don't know, there's a grace note off there, or their, their D's aren't just coming in right, or, you know, the drones are wavering a bit, or maybe the drumming's not with them. And, oh, you know, I completely do this armchair judging thing. Am I the only person who does that? But yes, I've done it with the UK's and previous competitions, and will probably continue to do so. I cannot wait for the Euros this weekend, where I will get to sit in my armchair and uh, catch everything. <laughs> because unfortunately, to answer all the questions, I will not be travelling to the European Championships personally, myself. However, we do have guys from the Big Rab Show team who will be there covering everything from the Euros. So shout out to Stuart and to Adrian who will be doing what they can to cover everything they can from the European Championships. Now we do have plans of course to cover Grade 1, Grade 2. Hopefully we'll be covering the Juvenile Grade again because it was brilliant. We really enjoyed it the last time. Uh, But we will hopefully cover as much as we possibly can including the Drum Majors, everything that we can point a camera at. Also... To answer questions, like we mentioned at the start of the podcast, uh, yeah, we're not live streaming, all right? But we will be live streaming the results. The March Pass, the speeches, the prize giving, all of that stuff. So if you do want to find out who wins what at the Euros, then, yeah, you need to be following us on our social media. The Big Rab Show over there on Facebook. And if you want to catch all of the performances then you'll need to get yourself over onto the Big Rab Show YouTube channel because as soon as they are recorded, that is when hopefully we'll get them uploaded onto your YouTube channel. Uh, So yeah, go and check that out. Big Rab Show on YouTube. You really should be following us over there because that's where all of our performance videos will live from all of these major championships this season. All right. So 
Can I give my own particular prediction for Grade 1 at this point at the Euros? Um, I can't give a prediction, all right? Because, honestly, any one of those 10 bands on their day could jump in there and lift that top spot. Seriously, they could. Especially after what I heard at the UK's, all right? Now, there's a lot of bands here that are doing really interesting things musically and are definitely drawing a lot of attention. There are bands out there that definitely have a head of steam and have quite a considerable amount of momentum behind them. Of course, I'm talking about People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate. Off that huge win at the UK Championships, they've continued in winning ways. As you just heard there, I was talking about the competition in Edinburgh. Yeah, now I, I do know I didn't read the results from the air competition. I will, yeah, so that's stuff that Rab got wrong. We mentioned it and watched the crack, uh, but you can go and check that out. It's all across on the social medias, all the results from that too. But we're talking about grade one at the Euros this weekend. There's a lot of bands I'm very keen to see. I'm really hoping that our word of the week, Kaizen, will come into play here. And bands such as Inverarian District may well nip back into that top spot again. Or will People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate continue their winning ways and continue to dominate there in that top spot? Yeah. Or will we see a resurgence again of the machine, the field marshal? Will the FM find their sound, find their feet and be able to jump right back into that top spot again? Who knows? Also, bands such as Please Scotland Fife playing incredibly interesting medleys with really intricate playing. Even band, you know, St. Lawrence Atul had a cracking performance at the UK's. I really enjoyed it, especially their drumming. You guys know I've been a huge fan of Stephen Crichton and those guys. Uh, but also, from the drumming point of view, I'm a huge fan of Barney McGoran and what he's doing there at Kloss Kelt. Those guys can really play a storm. Uh, Kloss Kelt have been having some real strong runs since the UK's. Uh, So definitely a band to listen to. Also, I think for technical playing, you can't look any further than Police Scotland and Federation. I know I've sung their praises on the previous podcast talking about their technical ability. But yeah, go and have a listen to the Federation. Such great playing there. And Johnstone, I've already sung the praises of that medley. I absolutely loved it. And also to Shots as well. I have to give them a shout because their piping result at the UK is a 1-2 in piping. Yeah, we can't outcount shots. Yeah, so who knows? Their drum corps may well step in there and play a blinder along with their pipe corps, and they'll easily step into that top spot there. Yeah, so watch this space. Of course, a band that really did impress at the UK, at the UK Championships was Scottish Power. Yeah, the great performance of that medley there. So, yeah, I'm really keen to see what Scottish Power bring. I think, for me, with Scottish Power, it was the volume yeah, the thickness of the sound that Scottish Power produced. Ooh, I don't... Is that the right word? The thickness of the sound? I, that That's what it felt like. You know, it was like a big, thick wall of sound that came from Scottish Power. It was really, really cool. Uh, so, blowing a great tone, great sound, and Scottish Power, I really enjoyed the performance. So, there you go. All right, I think I've pretty much sung the praises of every band in the grid. Uh, but <laughs> can I give a prediction? Absolutely not. No, any one of those 10 bands can jump in and lift that Euro title. I, yeah, and can do it quite convincingly. So good luck to everyone in grade one and to every grade in the Euros, by the way. As I've said, we're going to do our best to cover everything from the Europeans. So be on our social media and our YouTube channel where we will hopefully have all of that coverage for you as soon as it happens. 
Don't forget the live stream, of course, for the March Pass, the results, all of that stuff will hopefully be up on our socials depending on conditions and cell phone coverage and all that usual stuff. Uh, But we do hope to present that on our social media this weekend from the Europeans. There you are. All right. Are you excited for this weekend? There's going to be a lot of drama on fold at the Euros this weekend. And uh, some of it good, some of it bad, but all of it very interesting. I can't wait to talk all about it on next week's pod. It's going to be such an interesting competition. All right. Good luck, everyone, to all of our bands, men and women, and to our drum majors, of course, as well. Good luck to everyone on the grass. Have a good tune. Remember your parts. Keep your bag tight. Don't, uh, yeah, make sure everything's all hemped up. Nothing's going to fall into the bag. And (laughs) all of those nightmares. (laughs) Have a good one, folks. And, uh, yeah, as always, we'll be back here again for another Rab Show podcast next week. And I do have to give another particular mention to our good friends over there on Patreon who are helping support the show by a simple click of support. And as a thank you, they're getting their mitts on loads of extra stuff, including our brand new Big Rab Show Discord. Yeah, so go and check that out over there on, on Patreon. Okay, that's it for another Rab Show podcast, everyone. Thank you for tuning in this week and each and every week. Don't forget that you can hit subscribe and follow so you never do miss an episode. And uh, yeah, next week we'll be delving through the results of the Euros and going through it piece by piece. It'll be an interesting show, won't it? good luck at the Euros this weekend folks and I will see you all in the pod next week until then all the best well that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast thanks so much for downloading this week and a special thank you to our sponsor G1 Reads played by bands around the world they are the champion's choice Check out g1reads.com for all of your piping needs. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all of the latest news and views from around the piping world. And also, check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be a part of the Patreon faithful. So, until next week, folks, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. (laughs) 